Bam, we're live. Good morning. Good morning. I want to show. I want to. I want to start the show with something that I found uh, really interesting. Uh, Matt Walsh. Hey, did you see? I got my Instagram account back. Yeah. Was it actually showing anything? Yeah, it's, we're, I'm good. I'm up. I'm running. Blue checked up and everything, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. There is a God. <laughs> I know everyone wants to know, how did you do it, Sevi? How did you do it? Teach us your ways. <clears throat> how did you do it? How did you get your account back? You were kicked off and you got your account back? Hey, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm seriously thinking of doing? I'm seriously thinking about, hey, good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Jody. Jeez, Louise. Kenneth Dunlap. Sima. Fezole. Ay, ay. Sima. Uh, good morning. Kevin Smith. Jan Finkenberg. Jews in the house. Alan Kestenbaum. Another Jew in the house. Craig White. Jay Nera, my boy. Craig White. Uh, Layla Steele. What's up? Livy Houston. Good morning. C. Beaver, good morning. Uh, I was thinking about um, handing off my account. So now I've been I've been messing with my Sevon Rinsta. I was thinking about taking my Sevon Matosian account with the blue check mark because I don't want to lose that because that's how I troll people to get them to come on the podcast. So I was thinking about like stop. I'm going to stop posting on that except like have someone who's like just like you know like just a uh, like a social media whore do it. Know what I mean? Oh, Caleb, did you see another? Oh, yeah. And then you, hey, Jay, what's up, dude? What's going on? How are you? I'm good. Good. How are you? Good morning. Good. Uh, Caleb, Jay, Jay, uh, Jay, Caleb. What's up, man? Nice to, nice to meet you, Jay. Hey, Jay, last night my account came back. Just randomly? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was doing what you told me to do. I was just doing the, uh, you know, sending in requests. The crazy part is, is I would go to the help center, right? And it would say, was your account deleted for the wrong reason? I would say yes. Then I would fill out the form. And then whenever I would hit okay, every single time from the first time, it would say, please try again later. This feature is busted. And then I would try again two seconds later and it would say, hey, stop spamming us. And I'm like, dude, (laughs) like, how did you know if the first time it wasn't working and then I try again, then that means the first one got there because now you're saying it's like, it's like if I went to slap you on the head and missed, and then I went to try to slap you on the head again. And you're like, Hey, hey stop hitting me on the head. Like, motherfucker, I didn't hit you the first time. <laughs> I tried to. Well, it's great that you got it back. That's awesome. I know. I, I was thinking I'm going to hand off that account to like, just like some social media, just like, you know, sell out like someone. Oh, who oh, like- the, it says Jane era 3.0 change that right away. That's my hacked account. Hacked account. That's the hacked account. That's uh disgusting. What should I change? It to? Follow that if you want someone trying to sell you crypto now. Okay, so I should change it to J J Neezy N E E Z Y 2100. So that's been up since the last time you were on. J Neezy 2100. That's that's uh no, yeah, but, but no, I'm saying the other one, that other name must have been in there since the last time I had you on. Okay, because the last time you had me on this this account, which has been my main account, was yeah. probably gone at that point. Yeah, I've I've had the trouble, a lot of trouble with this account. They're constantly attacking this account, but it's my main one. Hey, I'll, I'll, 
I want to come in super. Oh, so what do you think about that? I just let I let someone run my social media account with the blue check mark because someone goes, hey, one of my friends goes, hey, now that you're doing your new, this is before I got my account back last night. Someone's like, hey, are you going to do anything different on your new account? And I go, no, why? And they go, so you don't get kicked off again. I'm like, I don't know how to do anything different. Mm-hmm. I can't like I I can't um anytime I see something that says like this person took the injection and died, I'm gonna post it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't because that's what I do. So I'm thinking maybe I should take my hands off the blue check mark and only live in the DMs there and let someone else do all my posting there because that's my account that I need to like text people like you, and then you see the blue check mark pop up in your inbox and you're like, okay, I'll fuck with this dude. Yeah. Like that strategy or you think that's, I'm kind of selling out. I mean, I don't care if I am selling out a little bit. Like I need, I don't want to lose that account. Well, I mean, although I I didn't even care when I lost it, I was more, I, when I lost it, I was like, okay, no big deal. But I didn't even say no big deal. I had no thoughts about it. But when I got it back last night, fucking red panty night, I was pumped. Yeah. I told told my wife time to celebrate. It's not selling out if you're maintaining the purpose of having the account. Right. 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 So I mean, if, if you if you don't do anything or say anything that is on your mind completely, then you can't even use the account the way you authentically wanted to. So it makes no sense. But right. one, one, one thing that I've noticed, and I notice it when I'm speaking with people, is because of because you can't say certain things, like if I start saying the word vaccine a lot, then all of a sudden my account starts getting shadow banned. And I've noticed now whenever I say whenever I want to talk about that, like even I was giving a speech yesterday and I start talking about the jab with people. Like I do it like this is a habit now. This is a reflex doing quotations with my fingers and saying the jab or the, you know what it's like my brain has self-censored itself to not even say the word vaccine. You know what I mean? And it's, yeah, it's very weird how that, that habit forms, uh, it works like they're effective on shutting us up like that. So I want to see, I'm going to watch, um, Caleb. Oh, yep. Look, look, we already got, uh, we already got a monetization ding for that. What's that? So I just went to YouTube to see, because you said that word four times, the V word vaccine injection, monoclonal antibodies, MRNA. Gene therapy. Uh, we we our monetization thing has already been uh, dinged. Like on my cool. YouTube channel, they already say, "Hey, we're limiting your access." But you know what I can do? Even before the show's over, they got a review button here, and I just hit review. This happens every show because I talk about it every show, no matter what. Like we'll be talking about football, and I'll I'll throw in a vaccine comment, and then I just hit review, and then they basically what it does is when you say those words like that, it sets off some trigger, and then basically they say, "Hey, we, we're not going to let um." People, a lot of people advertise on your video. We've reduced the number of people who can advertise in your video. And then they got a little button here that says you can request a review, and I request the review, and it always clears. Okay. Did you see that, Caleb? Did you see how it? Did you? Can you see that? Yeah, I just I already hit the review. Add suitability, and I'll read it to you. I, this video is being reviewed to determine whether it's suitable for most advertisers. Okay. Oh, so are we? Are we on right now? Yeah, yeah, we're live. We're live. Oh. Okay. I always wonder how fast it, it catches that. Like if well, I said, if I said, if I said cunt, it doesn't catch it as fast. But if you say that other word vaccine, it catches it so quick. What about F bombs? Uh, yeah, it catches those, but not as quick as the word vaccine. If you say fuck, it catches it, but you can always ask for a review. Okay. Yeah. 
and I say, uh, but you, I say all sorts of racial slurs on here in context, like just talking about them and about how, like, if, if and I go, go into, anyway, uh, it, it doesn't catch those. It doesn't care if you do those. All right. You said you wanted to come in hot. <clears throat> yeah. Ready? Right. I, I just saw this. Um, uh, Caleb, can you go to Matt Walsh's account and go to the um, second video? It's the first video he doesn't have pinned. Here's the here's the thing I'm struggling with. I, I struggle when people conflate stuff or or when they leave stuff ambiguous. So Prager, you recently posted something this morning where they say, "Hey, if you say something and the woke crowd comes after you, don't apologize." And the example that they use is um uh we'll, I'll get to that. But they don't – no, not that one. Sorry. Yes, that that has been arrested. And the reason why they say that, they never tell you why you shouldn't apologize. And and I'm going to circle back to that and explain why you shouldn't apologize. But this is another one of those things. I like this guy, Matt Walsh. But in this video, what he's doing is he's trying to draw a connection between what I think is gay people and pedophiles. And I don't think there's any connection there. At all. And I think I, I, I don't I don't I don't think it, I don't think it's a nice thing to do. Now, I don't like this LGBTQT plus thing that that's forming. I don't like it because it's for it, it, it's it's um it's lumping up lesbians and gay people with transgender people. And these are these are totally different uh, issues. One is sexual preference. One's um, um, mental disorder. So um I don't know why they have to be clumped together. One's about who you think you are and the other one's about whose genitalia you want to touch. I mean, they're not even, they're not even in the same ballpark, but, but I, I want to know what you think about this. Will you play this Caleb? A Michigan public school employee who staunchly advocated for LGBT curricula to his district school board has been arrested as part of a police sting operation targeting local pedophiles. I'm a resident townie taxpayer vaccinated and functioning graduate of this high school class of 1999, proud member of the LGBTQIA community, and an employee of Mount Pleasant Public Schools. 41-year-old Eric Roman, an employee of Mount Pleasant, uh, Michigan's public school system, was arrested as part of an Isabella County Sheriff's Office sting operation that also saw two more alleged child predators put behind bars. All three were arrested for using a computer to commit a crime and accosting a minor for immoral purposes. Police alleged the three communicated over various social media apps with decoys posing as children. The three are accused of going to a location to have sex with a child where they were arrested. The report goes on to explain. A Michigan public... By the way, I am very glad at the end he didn't just leave it as immoral. He told us that they went to a location to have sex with a child. By sex, I mean... I I assume I mean... I assume they mean some sort of like um, penetration or oral sex or something like that. But I think it's important that people be very clear about what they're saying. But do you see the tie there that they're trying to tie... This, the, or, or you don't, you don't think so. You think that's fine. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. I, I don't want to alienate gay people and just, and yeah. I don't want this movement that gay people are pedophiles. I, I, I hate right. that. I, I know, I know a few people who, um, I'm not, I'm not like, I'll admit, I'm not friends with any explicitly like flamboyant gay people. Mm-hmm. I mean, like maybe the closest one would be my cousin who's like, Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory, and like we didn't know he was gay until he was like 27 years old. Like he's just a normal, quiet guy. He's not flamboyant at all. But his husband is uh, is a little bit more out there. But I don't know any super flamboyant 
um, homosexuals, but the ones that I do know, they look at this, that community and they roll their eyes. Like, yeah, me too. They, they don't know, like putting the rainbow flag to them means one thing, but they don't, they don't want to express it at all. They don't want to be a part of it because it is associated with so much illogical and irrational belief. Now it's, it's, it's tied into this like whole postmodernist movement. Right. And it is just completely attacking reason. Um, I look at Matt Walsh, like what is a woman cool documentary? Like I don't, I like, I've heard people say, Oh, it's great. It's awesome. And I watched a lot of it. And to be honest, I'm insulted that that exists. You mean that the movie even has to exist? Yeah, I'm insulted by it. Like, this is my species. Like, this is humanity right now. Like, am I going to make a documentary that says two plus two is four? Yeah. And have to, like, explain it? Like, oh, well, if one plus one equals two. Yeah. Well, then one plus one plus one plus one must equal. Oh, wow. I got you. See, these guys are idiots. Oh, I'm so smart. Logic. Like that is what that video looks like to me. It doesn't like when he's, it's uh, a st- it, it feels like more like a stand up routine. Like it should be comedy. It is. It's very comical. Like, especially when uh, he talks to the kind of in a sad way that there's, that there's people who refuse to acknowledge definition of words. Yeah. He talked, he talked about the people wanting to remove limbs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that one doctor who does the sex changes is like, Oh, well, those people are quacks. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I almost, I actually, I actually, it took me three attempts to watch that because I, I felt. Like I've only seen the clips. It. Yeah, I've only seen the clips. Well, um, that is so. Going to back what you're saying, which I, I think what you're referencing is, I haven't seen this, but I heard about it. That it's illegal to have limbs removed. You can't go into a doctor and be like, "Hey, this arm isn't mine," and ask him to take it off. That's illegal. But you can say that penis isn't mine and have that removed. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he, he wasn't even talking about the legality of it. He was just asking the doctor what they thought of those people. Right. And then the doctor couldn't draw the, the couldn't bring the two together to see how they are comparable. It's like, oh, well, those people are, those people are quacks. It's like, okay, you know, like both are out of touch with reality and want something from their body removed, but they, they just couldn't make it. They just couldn't make the bridge. I, I heard this other example before also that, um, you are, you're an anorexic. You don't think you're skinny enough. You go to the doctor and you ask him to, uh, give you a gastric bypass and liposuction. And he looks at you like, dude, you, you, you have a disorder and you're asking us to participate in this, in this disorder. Let's talk through this and maybe get you some rearrange your thoughts and your perceptions and get you some help. And that's how most disorders are treated, right? They're not like, hey, let's exacerbate it. You don't go to the doctor and be like, hey, I need heroin, and he shoots you up. But that is what's happening with people and their sex. They're going in there with a disorder, and instead of the dis- establishment talking to you about it and viewing it as a mental disorder or, or or something that maybe needs to be talked through or worked on, they're 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 uh, they're docents that take you deeper into your insanity. So in Canada. It's and that's where mass- you are, right? You're in Canada. I'm I'm in China. So okay. there's some very interesting things here. A, a few years ago, there's a few bills. There's a few bills bills that have been passed, which just really mess a lot of things up. So there's one bill, I believe it's C89, and what it does is it was meant to protect religious like freedoms, choice for religion kind of thing, and it had to do with children and parents. 
And what it is, is if the, the child does not feel supported by the parent, okay, so let's say a child says, I want to convert to Islam or whatever, and the parent doesn't support it, then there's means for the state to step in and say, you don't deserve to be a parent. You're a bad parent. This is online with like child abuse kindness. So they could take the child away. But the wording in this document is so wide open that it actually ends up being if a child says they identify as um, like, if it's a boy and he says he identifies as a girl or whatever, and the parent doesn't want to participate in that. Like imagine if one of your sons was like, I want you to call me Linda. And you're like, okay, don't be ridiculous. You know what I mean? Uh, Avi, right? Like, don't be, don't be ridiculous, dude. Like, come on, you're a dude, you know, then he could go to his teacher and then his teacher might file something. And then you're going to get a visit from child services. And something's going to happen there. So that's... That, it's... Fu- wow. Yeah. There's... Uh, there wow. have been a few cases in this country where children have wanted sex changes uh, at young ages, like 13, 14, 15, and they got it. So there's one... I can't remember his name right now. He tours around the country. He had like a 12 or 13-year-old child who had a sex Is change. Is he pissed? Is he pissed? So listen to the story. Yeah, so... Okay. He had a child who had a sex change and uh, he obviously didn't want it to happen, but his ex-wife supported it. And so the child went ahead and got it. A couple years later, child depression, suicide, dead. Yeah. So now the father tours. Dead. Yeah. So now the father tours around trying to, uh, you know, build awareness about this. Wait a sec. Let me see if I understand this. It's a couple. They're not married. Their kid wants a sex change. The dad's like, no, the mom's yes. The kid gets the sex change at a young age and now the kid's dead. Yep. Suicide. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, like even the sex, the sex change stat is extremely high. I, 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 I'd be lying if I said I knew what it was, but I want to say 70 or 80%. It's so obvious. There'll be no happiness there. It's, it's so obvious that there will be no happiness there. It's so right. obvious. Which goes to the It's treating. like thinking you're going to buy a car and get happy, but dumber. Yeah, which goes again to treating them, right? Treating them at like as a dysphoria, as a, as a mental disorder, trying to like get around like self-esteem issues or whatever it is. Right. Um, there's, there's also more going on that they're trying to push right now in Canada, which is um, if you are a doctor, you cannot try to... Uh, I can't think of the term right now. Sorry. Uh, Dissuade? Yeah, you can't. uh, What is the word? This is bothering me. I'm usually very good. I usually usually have a very good vocabulary. We we have over an hour left. Take your time. But if you have a child, you you can't go to a doctor and the doctor can't try to treat them. Like conversion therapy. They can't try to treat them against it. Like they can't say, okay, let's sit down. Why do you think you're a woman? And try to convince you that you are actually a male because you have a penis and you're, you know what I mean? You were born with a penis. Like, hello. Wow. You can't can't do that. These doctors can lose their licenses, get fined, or even go to jail for six months. So what happens is if a child goes in and they're feeling this way, they can go see a doctor, have a few 30-minute sessions, and then get a sex change prescribed. And this is before the ages where you could vote. You could vote, you could drink, you can drive, right? Before those ages, a child can do this with a few sessions. So it's weird because it, that's such a a weird, you know, unbalanced uh, assessment that is happening for the child. They're they're being they're actually being pushed towards one versus the other. 
Um, so this is going to be a scary thing to see because I, I, I'm frightened as a parent. Like I couldn't imagine all the propaganda and everything that's going to be. Is your kid in school? Schools. He's starting school in September, junior oh. kindergarten. Oh, I'm and sorry. Uh, this, this has been something that I have been very curious about. I've kind of been on the fence between homeschooling and, uh, and sending them to a public school. So I picked a very good school so I'm, and I got in, so I'm very happy, but I'm definitely going to be keeping my ear to the ground on this one for the next. I would pick either a crazy yeah. fucking wackadoodle religious school, or I just keep your kid at home. Yeah. yeah. I just keep your kid at home. Well, he's, he's, and, he's and, and I'm not religious at all, but those people, those are the, you need your kid being taught Joe. You need your kid in a place where there's a moral code which is something that they just pick up from us as parents and how we treat other people or where the school's like shoving one down your throat. You, I mean that you have, um, there has to be a hedge against the insanity right now. There ha there, there has to be a, uh, I don't want my kids exploring things. I don't want my kids getting tattoos when they're 16. I don't want my kids getting tattoos ever, but if my kid gets a tattoo at 47, you know, I, you know, let's say my kid becomes, uh, uh, turns into a Navy SEAL and he wants to get a trident to commemorate it. Good on you. <laughs> I do not. I think the, this, this changing your sex thing is like a fucking tattoo. Do, do, I don't How old are you, Jay? 39. Maybe you remember. Do you remember when like no one had tattoos except for like, you had to, like you had to be in a gang or some shit. Yeah. I remember the, uh, like and now everyone has tattoos. one. I remember a point where I'd see someone with tribal tattoos and I go talk to him and he'd be talking about his trip to Malaysia, New Zealand. He's right. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like he got these tattoos like authentically like, out there. And then now it's like a accessorized kind of, you know, worldliness. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's, it's just a, and I just, man. So, so going back to this video, do you think, do you have an, do you have an issue with that? Or do you think that it's just a fucking all out with Matt Walsh's video? Or do you think, Hey, we're beyond that shit. It's just an all out fight now. Uh, I think it's always been a philosophical war. Uh, that video, the thing that stood out to me in that video was he had to highlight that he was vaccinated, which I found weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, highlight yeah, that. yeah, like, yeah. That's some kind of a identity marker. Yeah. And then he seemed proud that he was a functioning adult. Wow. Like, like if you have to mention that you're like functioning, that that's weird to me. Yeah. Like, I, I assume that people are functioning. But what about the tie with him being gay and, or, or being pro proponent? Why not just report it as, Hey, this dude um, is a pedophile. Why make the connection that he's part of the LGBTQ community? That's know. the part. That's the part. That's the part I need clarity on because I don't want. I. I don't. What. What we're gonna do there is we're gonna alienate people. I think who are gay. We're gonna alienate people who want to be intimate with the same genitalia that they have. If we start lumping them up with pedophiles. Yeah, but everything has to do with labels today. Every everything needs to be labeled so that people can be properly polarized. Right. Right. This isn't uh, by you think Matt Walsh is part. Of, so you think Matt Walsh is part of that unconsciously? I think it's a paradigm that we've all fallen into. Yeah, we've, we've been yeah. indoctrinated to think in terms of pro and anti. That That's how we think. Like, is that just simple duality? Is that just like going back to just fucking Buddhism 101? Is it just duality? 
Well, I, I think what we're doing is I'm either happy or I'm sad. Like I'm forced to choose. Yeah. But what we're doing is we're constantly, yeah, you're being forced to choose and you're being forced to box people in a way that doesn't recognize similarities. Right. There, there, yep. there, there's always like, we're all humans. So there's one thing in common, but we are yep. always eliminating that. We're all born from women. Yeah. Yeah. From, and women being, you know, having vaginas, but we, Oh, but here's one. Here's a fucked up one. I really, really want to make kids safe. That guy, not so much. I don't want anything from kids. That guy wants something from kids. Mm -hmm. I want something for kids. So that, 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 that's a distinction that's fucking, and maybe that, you know, that's the one thing I have zero tolerance for. There's so many things I have tolerance for. I have zero tolerance for pedophiles, like zero. I don't think there should be any. Yeah. The, the victim is the most innocent, right? You can't get more innocent than a child. I mean, that's your purpose to protect them as, as, as a, as a older human. Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, sorry, interrupted. Did, Did you, did you lose your train of thought after I interrupted you? Yeah, I've been losing my train of thought this whole time due to sorry. interruptions. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 Jay. Sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll behave. I'll behave. Uh, can you pull up the Prager U, Caleb? The um, I want to. I want to show you. I want to show you this one too. This one. Um, my question is why? Why do people? Um, do, do people know why it's important not to apologize to the woke mob? Oh, you didn't send me your notes. Oh, I I didn't send me my notes. I don't think so. Let me see here. Will you go to PragerU the um their Instagram account? Let's see. Uh, oh, you're right. I didn't send them. Started to send them. There we go. Bam. You got it. You go to the PragerU account. You'll see this guy says he shows the um. You, you've seen what Tom Hanks is getting a lot of notoriety. I mean, sorry, his son. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Let me see. Uh, keep scrolling down. Let me see. Oh, there it is. Um, Chet, Chet Hanks asked to apologize. Check this out. Any marginalized communities you want to apologize to? I don't know. Maybe the Pato community? Nah. I don't feel like I've truly done anything offensive, so... You don't see it as cultural appropriation. You see it as like a celebration of culture. Mm-hmm. And then it's like social justice warriors can like go kick rocks. Yeah. 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 No comment. Got it. No, I mean, I, I 100% agree. Social justice warriors can kick rocks. Who knew Tom Hanks' son was so based? This is exactly how you should respond when the woke mob comes after you, demanding an apology when you've done nothing wrong. Hold your ground, don't apologize, and uh, I love it. Are there any marginalized? Why, why do you think it's important not to apologize, or do you agree with that that it's important that you shouldn't apologize? Well, here's a simple question: Do you agree with living with integrity? Like honesty, yes. And, honesty. and would an, would a fake apology mean anything to you? 
um, it gets me out of the discomfort of hurting someone else's feelings. It hurts, my, it hurts my feelings to live inauthentically. It right. hurts my feelings to be forced to do something that I don't want to do. It hurts my feelings to be coerced and not, you know, if you want me to do something, you have to persuade me. You have to appeal to my reason, right? You have to make me do it voluntarily. If you want me to do something and you have to compel me to do it because you're threatening, you know, which is coercion, you're compelling me to do something out of, you know, a threat of taking things away from me, of hurting my life, of attacking people I love, something like that. How could you expect to get an authentic, like, imagine, imagine you wanted to get it. You're in a fight with your wife and she pulled a gun to your head and said, tell me you love me. Uh, I love you. Like, that's not love. You know what I mean? And that's what that is. So to me, it's no friggin' way. <laughs> like it doesn't benefit anybody. It's just participating in the fantasy. Uh, everything is an illusion that people are participating in. It doesn't matter. Like some of the illusion people recognize. Um, so one of my friends in the military, I was asking him a question. We were at, there's a lot of meetings that happen around the country and one of the questions that I posed was, I was like, look at Afghanistan. Why are they so hard to conquer? What do they do? What's great about them? And his response was, they don't live in an illusion. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, we live in this illusion that someone is always going to save us. Mm. Someone is, there's always going to be running water. There's always going to be electricity. There's always going to be food on the shelves. If someone tries to break into your home, there are always going to be people who show up to help you. They might be a little bit later, but the cops will show up. This is an illusion. And the, there's more illusions that we participate. Like that's an illusion that we subconsciously participate in. And then there's illusions that we do not mean to part. We, we know we participate in um, some people forcibly and some people just kind of like, automatically and that's like playing these gender identity games playing with these social justice warriors like i just mentioned how i censor myself in my words from using social media a lot that now like the the vocabulary that i use like the words i select are changed right that's right. me participating in the illusion so that i right. can keep my social media accounts right right and that is not authentic and that is a form of control and it works in many ways. So to apologize is to participate in the illusion and you're perpetuating the problem by doing that. And that is the biggest thing. Like I've been, uh, so my position now, I actually started like a, a small website brand type thing, fymm.life. And fymm is fuck you, make me. Fuck you, make me. And people like think that it. that's some kind of aggressive term. It's like, how am I aggressive for defending my boundaries? Right. Only a sociopathic narcissist would tell a person who is saying, don't treat me poorly. Don't, don't try to take advantage of me. Don't force and coerce me. You know, only a person who, who is narcissistic and try like a tyrant would try to stop people from defending their boundaries. How is it aggressive to stop someone from being an aggressor towards you? So you have things like, you have things like live and let live. Don't tread on me. Just leave me alone. Let me live my life. No right. victim, no crime. These things right. all make sense. The golden rule, right? 
And for some reason that that's gone. We don't have that in society anymore. And that's why I made this, I'm trying to start this movement within Canada because masculinity is gone. Assertiveness is considered terrorism to some people. Sorry if that word flags something on this video, but at the end of the day, it's like, man, fuck you. Like, you want me to close my businesses? You want me to isolate and I don't even have a symptom because of some faulty test? Fuck you. I want to live my life. You want to tell my kid to stay home because he coughed? He got a negative test, but he coughed. So you want to keep him home for 14 days because I didn't give him the jab? Right? So he's going to miss daycare for two weeks? Fuck you. Make me. You know what I mean? It's like there's certain things, certain I like rights it. that we can defend. And, and that's kind of something that I want to get moving on. I want people to understand that you need to individuate. You need to deviate from this herd. Stop being a polite Canadian. Stop tolerating intolerance. Like we are tolerating people attacking us. You Would you tolerate me if I was punching you in the face? No. You wouldn't. You'd be like busting out. I saw you had Tony Blower on here. So you'd be like, boom, you'd be spearing me, poking me in the eyes. You'd be like, no, man, he hit me. I didn't attack Jay. I was defending myself. And everyone would be like, that makes sense. But that concept, when it comes to our rights around the world, seems to kind of dipped into this gray area where so many people think that it's crazy to defend your rights. I mean, they, they, made, like, they made it sound like freedom lovers are terrorists in Canada from the trucker convoy. Right. They're doing that here in the United States, too. It's crazy. It, it makes it makes no sense how people have accepted this perversion of concepts. And that that's something that I really want to get out there is the, the perversion of the law, the perversion of the government, how none of it makes sense anymore. And because we've all participated in the illusion, we've perpetuated the erosion of these concepts, the erosion of our rights and freedoms. The erosions of what we consider logical and reasonable. When Orwell said two plus two equals five, you know, and they accepted it. It's like we are like the second we say, you know, a man, a person with a penis is a woman. We are accepting two plus two equals five. Correct. And we are compelling in Canada anyway. We are compelling people to have to speak this way. That's what Jordan, how Jordan Peterson came to light is he was saying, if, if a man wants to be called a she or he, if I respect the person, sure, I'll do it, but you can't force me to do it. Right. You shouldn't like that. That's, that's diving in on our free speech. It's crushing it. So that, that's all he was trying to get at and that it got accepted. So then they just pushed the envelope a little bit more and a little bit, the whole give an inch, take a mile kind of thing. And that's, that's Canada right now. Like it is, it makes no sense what is going on in this country and that people, so much of the population cannot tell that we are under a dictatorship at the moment. It's frightening. It's, he, uh, he speaks just like a dictator. He, he doesn't answer <clears throat> questions. Neither does Christopher Freeland, the, the minister of finance. They don't answer any questions. It's like, it's He's like, a scary what, dude. What color is your tie, Justin? He could be wearing a black tie. It's like, what color is your tie, Justin? And he's like, this tie was made by 
fantastic Canadians and it was shipped by Canadians and sewn by Canadians. It's a beautiful tie. And I just like to say, when we look at this tie, it brings Canada together. Wasn't he just reelected too? Yeah. So what's and going that, on that, up there? Why is it like that? Why, why are, why are, um, I, I had a, I have a friend who's a very wealthy Canadian and he said that if he, if, if there's, if there's any display of his money, people start hating him right away. Like he has to be very careful that the tall poppy syndrome is alive and strong there. Are you familiar with the tall poppy syndrome? No, I've never heard that before. It's it basically if 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 uh, it's really big in socialist countries. Like in, in, when I first met Nico, um, uh, not Nico, uh, Miko Salo, he, he I, I think I maybe I learned it from him. It's basically like these are cultures where no one should no one should want to achieve anything for themselves. It's, it's, it's uh, tall poppy syndrome occurs when a person's success causes them to be attacked, resented, or criticized, cut, and then they're cut down and devalued. And so you're, you're supposed to be, it's, it's um, all for one and one for all missing the point that, you know, we need, we need people like Bezos who want to fucking circle Mars. You know, we need people to push out there. Um, but Canada has that big time, right? I, I, I've never experienced it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So I, I can't really say, but, uh, you don't see a lot of flashy people out here. Like you do see like you, I did, I did drive by a nice Ferrari today, but, uh, you don't see a lot of people being extremely flashy. Like I would in Miami. What, for example. what do you think the tolerance for him is there? I, I, I think I know what it is in the United States. Do, would you have any thoughts on why it's like that in Canada? Sorry, the tolerance for Trudeau. Yeah, Trudeau and those behaviors, the the, the um, big daddy government, government like basically telling you like, hey, this is what you should eat. This is how many times a day you should brush your teeth. These are the injections you should take. These are the words you should use. This country is like I said, this is a philosophical war earlier. I said like philosophy is where it is. And Canada is extremely bought into all socialist ideologies. Uh, like I've never heard the concept of the tall poppy, but that is something that I could see definitely being possible. Uh, not necessarily attacked, but looked down upon because we're going to always look at people who are affluent as successful, but then there's that point where is it, uh, is there too much? Is it too much? Does it make you look like a bad person? Does yeah. it make you look like you take advantage of other people? whatever because having lots of money means you took advantage of other people it couldn't possibly mean that you created a product or service that people voluntarily purchased and they sought value in and it was a win-win situation because you were happy to sell it and they were happy to buy it that couldn't possibly be the idea um although i will say in ottawa a lot of the people who do have a lot of money are people who get government contracts right like right. the majority of business in Ottawa is government contracts. And that has a lot to do with like handshakes behind doors, no matter what people say. Uh, I've experienced it with my app. Uh, the second I got vocal, we got shut out of some things. So, so uh, yeah, but it is a philosophical war and Canada is extremely, extremely far to the left, high authoritarian, high collectivist ideologies. I went door to door. And keep in mind, I'm in the belly of the beast. So during the federal campaign, I ran for the People's Party of Canada uh, as a, for a member of parliament, and I went door to door. There are so many people 
who want to force people to do things there to their bodies. There are so many people who are okay with forcing my four-year-old child to have to get medical procedures done. Crazy. There are people who are okay with having to close your business and not having a choice. There are people who are okay with being forced to stay home, even if you have no symptoms. And they are full aware that the test is completely faulty and makes no sense and the high cycle threshold and all those things. But people are okay with that. My own family, like I usually don't like to draw too much personal stuff into conversations, but my own family, I haven't been invited to Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, all those things, okay? Because people who didn't have a certain medical procedure, you know, shouldn't mix. They shouldn't mix. They're infected. They're dirty people. Yeah. But I didn't go to any of those. This summer, like a few weeks ago, my sister was in town and there was a barbecue at a family member's house. And my grandmother was telling my sister and I to go. And we're both like, I don't know if I'm invited. I don't know if this is just my grandmother trying to get everyone together or if we actually are invited. And my sister sent a text message to this family member say, hey, like, are we actually invited? And there's just no response. And then my grandmother eventually just called and said, no, just get over here. Come now. So my, my sister goes, but I'm like, I can't go. I can't participate in this. I can't, I can't play in this illusion. Like, not only is it just extremely fake to me, it's just, I'm helping it. I'm perpetuating it because what's going to happen? Which part? Because then they would assume you were vaccinated. No, it's, we go there, right? Because now like the government mandates and all that crap are lifted. The government isn't saying anything about the jabbed and unjabbed mixing. So, oh, the government and the TV say it's okay to mix. So let's go mix. So I go there and I'm going to pretend like I haven't been ostracized from the family for the oh, last year. Right, right. We're all right. gonna be happy. We're gonna be pleasant. Oh, how's work? How's this? What are you doing here? What are you doing with this and that? How's Bo? How's your son? Blah blah blah. Right? Fake. Yeah. But yeah. I know that at any second, if the TV comes on and there's an emergency warning that says people have to stop mixing and everyone put must put a mask on their face, even while they're in the home with strangers, right. because right. Justin Trudeau says so or our you know health experts say so then i'm gonna sit there and be like why do you think they believe those people what do you think it is about people that makes them want to believe those people why can't they think for themselves why can't they be like wait a second i don't know anyone who's died of covid or wait a second why are only obese people dying or why is it that uh 96 of the people who've died have four more comorbidities and four percent we don't have data on i think at this point it's like the ego and cognitive dissonance of admitting that they were wrong. Like yeah. at yeah. the beginning, at the beginning, there's that there's like this huge group of nescient people and this huge group of ignorant people. And like nescient, like ignorance and nescience are both words that mean to not know, but nescience comes out of innocence. It's like, I just don't know. Cause I haven't been exposed to that information. I haven't right. looked at it, but now that you tell me, I'll go look it up and I'll learn and I'll right. start thinking for myself. Ignorance comes out of arrogance, right? It's like, oh yeah, I know. So I'm not going to look this up. I'm right. You're wrong. I've made up my mind. It doesn't matter what stats, what science you show me. This is just how it is. So that's how it was at the beginning. And I have a lot of empathy and compassion for all the people who are nescient and innocently trusted all of these experts and the politicians on TV. But there comes that point, like it doesn't matter, like 
there, there comes that point where so much information has been out there that if you follow things like, you know, Occam's razor, like the simplest explanation, it's like these people are lying to us. Yeah. There, there comes that point where people have to realize that they are being lied to. And with so much information, the Pfizer data dumps and the data on all the people getting hurt and how it doesn't stop transmission at all. So they have to acknowledge that they were lied to because everyone but Jay, was told. But Jay, they're not even being lied to. The, the CDC website said 94% of the people who died had four or more comorbidities and 6% there was no data on. The, and then, so any anyone with a brain should be able to do a risk assessment analysis on there. Anybody. I, I do realize, and, and so when the CDC does a risk analysis of that, they're like, hey, we all have to get vaccinated. But okay, like, I'm sorry. Me I, have, as a, I have to interrupt for a second. Please, sorry, I have yes, to interrupt yeah, for a second. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been listening to a friend talk about a topic that might be a little bit complicated or there might be too much information that you yeah. lose a step and you're not following along? Yes, yes. And then by the time they get to the conclusion, which is the most important part, you yes. just kind of nod your head and agree. Yes, yes, yes. I know. That. Yep. That because the majority of people don't look on the CDC or whatever, and and the people that they're listening to are the doctors, the right. experts, and they're experts that the media props up because the people who are saying otherwise, the people who would you know create a debate, those people are being shut up, censored, canceled. They're not even shown there. They're not even in the environment of information. Right. right. So, right. so these people are just following this math equation, not understanding the steps, and then they see, oh. But so get the jab. Okay, cool. I'll go get the jab. Right. Or a lot, big proportion of them just, I wanted to keep my job. I yeah. Got yeah. Yeah. A lot of people in my DM saying that a lot of people, it's amazing how many people are DMing me now saying, Hey, something's wrong with me. I'm like, Hey, what can you tell me why you got it? And they said my job, it's almost all, it's almost everyone. It's uh, or they it, wanted to travel. See. It's actually really sad. I know uh, I know of many people in their late twenties in just this city alone who uh, had strokes and heart attacks. Like there's a there's a 27 year old drummer. He's uh, one of my friends. He's a tattoo artist, and he he gave tattoos to this person's roommate. And uh, he's a drummer, and he just started putting out all these messages he's like I can no longer play the drums. This that, and the other because he got a pacemaker put in. Oh shit. 27 years old pacemaker. And like, apparently when you're playing the drums, cause it's so fast, the electrical signals or something, you can't, he can't play the drums anymore. And that was like his life. And I was just like, wow. Like that. And that, and that's from some sort of myocarditis or some shit that he got from getting the, the infection. Yeah. Damn. yeah. Just, just absolutely terrible. So, so there's that, like, I, I do have compassion and empathy for, the nescient people, but then there's the error, the, the ignorant people and th those people who are ignorant, especially all of the doctors. So I talked to a lot of doctors yes. and a lot of them were very arrogant. And yes. now there's no going back because not only were they wrong, it's like, Hey, you might be responsible for really hurting some people, possibly even killing some people. You might've led some lamb to the slaughter. That's why I don't know if you look at my posts. I, I use a concept called the Judas goat quite often. Have tell you ever me, heard me talk me. about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, please. But share it here, please. So, so the Judas goat. So in slaughterhouses, when they deliver all of these lamb, all of these sheep to the slaughterhouse, it's not like they slaughter the, them right outside the truck. It's, it's, a whole, it's a whole facility. And they have to take all of these sheep and bring them to the area where they're going to get slaughtered. 
Now, these sheep are very scared. They don't even want to get out of the truck. It's a new territory, a new environment. Natural instincts kick in, like stay where there's shelter, where there's a roof, you know, don't run out. You don't know what's out there. So they can't, if they try to like pile them all into like wheelbarrows or something or drag them one at a time, there's going to be a lot of resistance. It's going to cause a lot of cost, a lot of time and energy. So to save that, they're like, hey, we can train a big male goat, you know, to walk up there, show himself and then walk through the facility and guide them to where they're going to get slaughtered. So this big goat Damn. walks up, Damn. he's confident, and he's relaxed. He's calm, which shows that there's nothing to worry about. Hey, guys, it's safe here. There's nothing to worry about. Come on, check this new place out. And they follow him. They go through the facility around. They're getting the nice tour. And then they get to this one room, back doors closed. Judas goat doesn't get slaughtered. He just gets pushed to the side for the next shipment to come in. His life is spared. And that's what these doctors have been doing. There's a call. It's called the College of Physicians and Surgeons Ontario. And they put out a letter to all of these doctors telling them not to talk too much about possible, you know, adverse effects or anything that isn't pro jab in uh, to their people, to their patients. And this went, this is province wide. And, uh, and they, most of the doctors just participated in that. Yeah. They, 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 but the, the thing is a lot of doctors just didn't even look it up. They just went with medical consensus of what these, you know, bodies were saying, you know, and they're saying, Oh, this person's a conspiracy theorist. So don't listen to them. It's 95% effective. Right? What's yeah. Um, I, a, a friend of mine works closely with OSHA. He, he works at a company, uh, Home Occupational Self Safety and Health Administration for the United States government. And he, he was in charge of the health and safety for 800 employees at his company. And he showed me a fucking letter that came from OSHA. That's our government to not report any adverse events that any of your employees might get from taking the vaccine. That came from our fucking government. And he showed me that I was like, holy shit. And what's it's crazy? Like, it, it, it's a cover up, but it's not even it's there's no cover up for the cover up. It's not like, hey, Jay, don't tell anyone this. No. It's just like, hey, here. And you know what's crazy about that? Knowing that that happened. Yeah. OSHA, yeah. Is even when you look at the VARES. Yeah. Yeah. There were more there were more adverse events. Sorry, more deaths in like I think it was in the last 20 years over six months of the introduction. Yes. Yes. It, now it's in the history of all vaccines worldwide. There's been more in the last six months. And and, and I, I know you know this, but the irony is, is before this vaccine was released, Harvard had released a study that only one in 10 adverse reactions were being reported because doctors weren't paid for their time to report those. So even though legally people had to report them, they had done a study saying that they were underreported by 90%. Now, those same people who said it was underreported, well, it's being overreported. It's not. It's not actually a good system. It's like, wait, what? What? And and by the way, you you if you misreport something to VAERS and they catch you, you're in big trouble. Yeah, you're in big fucking trouble. Uh, Craig uh, White just posted something about a young lady who died, and his cause of death revealed after popular recording engineer Olivia Kwan dies suddenly at age 25. Do you know who? Do you know this story? No. Uh, wow, Caleb, you are fast. Olivia died from natural causes, a brain bleed on the afternoon of July 1st. She was home. And we, I wonder if this is a, uh, this is a Canadian story. What's the percentage of Canadians? Oh, she's got the mask on. Here's, he, does it say anything about the, her being 
vaccinated. Here's the here's the reason why I don't think anyone should you should apologize when you do something that's right. So like what Joe Rogan did. When you apologize, what you're really doing is you're telling the world that everyone was correct in being offended. And so you, you worded it very intelligently. You said your your apology perpetuates the illusion. And that's what it does. You're basically – when you apologize for something, like if you apologize for using the wrong pronoun with for someone, what you're doing is, is you're supporting their delusion. You're participating. And I've been talking a lot on my show about if I ask you, Jay, what does Bigfoot have fur or hair, and you answer that question, I've sucked you into my illusion. Mm-hmm. When you should be like, what are you talking about? There is no Bigfoot. Who would win in a fight, Superman or Batman? Well, they're not real, Savon. We can make whoever we want win. It's like, That's the thing. Which gender are you, Jay? And really smart people are answering that. I'm a male. Why? Like, you don't, you don't have to participate in the delusion. You cannot have a gender. And, 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 and people poo-poo it, and you called it a uh, – there's a philosophical war. I think it's, 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 a, it's a war of words. I don't think people realize we're in sorcery land. Like that Dungeons & Dragons shit, that's real. People are yeah. using words and just that's, fucking you. Like that word science, I, 99% of the people don't know what that word means. Uh, 99.9. And, uh, it's, but they use it like they do. They use it as a shield. You're not following the science. Yeah, that's why <laughs> on my website, I I, was, I put like a little section called values. Uh-huh. And in the values, like I, the first thing I wrote was reality. Oh, and, and like it seems it. weird to have to write that. But I was like, no, like the only thing any human has in common with another human is reality. Like if, if we don't, if we don't agree on reality, then this conversation might not even be happening. Right. Right. right? It, it, not agreeing in reality is like the second you don't agree that reality exists, that it is like, this is real between you and I right now. The second it's nihilism. It ultimately sets you on a trajectory that can only end at nihilism. And it seems like, oh, Jay's talking like black and white absolutes, but it's like, no, I'm sorry. The second you question whether reality is real or not we can just say is does this is this conversation happening well why don't you jump off a 12-story building and see if you can fly if you're doubting reality right right right. so reality to me is the number one even if even if let's say we even if we if we don't let's say uh, uh nihilism the rejection of all religious and moral principles and the belief that life is meaningless okay well that last part is really fucked up. The point of life is meaningless. But even if we decide we can't agree on what reality is or that there is a reality, for sake of existence, we could we could agree on some premises and just be aware that they're not necessarily real. So I'll give you an example. Uh, red means stop and green means go. And even though these aren't real, we're going to agree on them so we don't crash into each other. We're going to agree that the word woman refers to stuff that um, uh, biology and stuff that can be in the outside world, not stuff trapped in between your heads. I, I think that the biggest problem is, is that people conflate their thoughts with reality. So, yeah, yes. Um, and, and, and they don't even know they're doing it. And I don't know how to pull people out of that space. I know I have a lot of really I know really a lot of really smart people and loved ones that can't. They can't even take a step back and do that. One thing that makes you 
it will make you f- seem annoying to a lot of people, but intelligent people will appreciate it is when you define your terms. Yes. In a conversation. Yes. They have so, to be like, like even like that thing on nihilism, like part of me wanted to interrupt you. Yeah. It, and it's like, cause it, it's not just the key thing. It didn't, doesn't really have to do with like religion. It's like that definition. It's like, we don't really have to think of it with, with religion. It's just so many people have conflated that not believing in God means nihilism. It's, it's, that's a conflation because you can have objective philosophy. You can have objective morality. And it's not just necessarily meaningless. It's obliteration. Like annihilate. Think of the word to, to annihilate. To absolutely destroy something. So nihilism is like the it's the opposite. It's the destruction of everything you know, which which creates meaningless, right? Meaninglessness. So when we are having a conversation, and the example that is the most easiest that everyone can relate to would be the word equality, equality or freedom. It's like so many people have conversations where they talk about equality and freedom, and they mean completely different things. Like when I hear a person, a leftist, like a very liberal person talking about how they value freedom while at the same time saying you can't go into this store because you didn't get the jab. Right. Right. It's like, whoa, whoa, what just happened here? Like my, my, my brain hurts right now. I can't understand it. Right. Or when people talk about equality, but an Asian person at an Ivy League school has to or whatever at law school has to score, you know, 200 points more on the LSAT than a black person for equality. That's equity. Yeah. But people, what I'm saying is <laughs> I don't know, I'm de- a- they don't define their terms. So yes. people say, do you like, yes. like, do you value equality? And two people are like, absolutely. And then they'll say this thing like, Oh, well, you know, isn't it okay that this, person who grew up you know this colored person who grew up uh you know has more help than a chinese person who grew up with a tiger mom who forced him to study all day you know it's like because like that's a real thing i think his name was uh, michael lee or something he was in the states and uh, i want to say stanford but this is this is like 10 12 yes. years ago yes but uh but I, I looked into it and i remember reading it's like and the don't don't quote me on the numbers, but it was like let's say a white person had to get a thousand, an Asian person had to get eleven hundred, and a black person had to get nine hundred, and that's all considered the same. And people don't realize how policies like this, because people don't have the intelligence to think about it critically, people don't realize that policies like this actually hurt the person you're trying to help. Yes, yes, I was going to say, and at the end, at the end of the day, if you look at who the richest people are in this country, it's the Chinese um, that almost make double as much as the average white person. The average white person makes almost double as much as the average black person, and yet, and yet. But well, what it, I mean, what I mean is, let's say we put a policy like that through. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say we put that policy through, and there's like ten Asians, ten whites, ten blacks who just graduated law school. And there are only 15 law firms or 15 positions at the highest law firm. So you and me, you, and me, Caleb, we own a law firm and we're like, we're the big wow. dogs. People- K- 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 Caleb too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. he, he can be like the vice president or something. Okay. Good. But, uh, but uh, he can be the lit, the Lewis lit. <laughs> but uh, 
so so we're there and everyone wants to work for us. We're the best paying. We're the, we're the high road to success. If you and me, if the three of us are looking at all of these candidates, I'm telling you one thing. When I look at all of the black candidates who, who are in there, I'm going to look at them and be like, well, these guys only scored. Pro- they probably all scored lower on the LSAT. They probably aren't as good. I know that the Asian guys had to work twice as hard because oh. they literally made things harder to them and they gave all the privileges to the right. black guys and all these white guys are pretty good. So if there's 10 Asians, let's hire the 10 Asians and five of the whites because they're probably better because they had to work twice as hard and they didn't get any special privileges. And it backfires on them because all 10 of those black guys could have been, or women could have been better than everyone else. But because these policies are set in place, it is assumed that they are not as good because the policies were put in place to help them, which assumes that they needed help. Right. The same thing happens with female firefighters. I look at female firefighters and I, I automatically think, you know, Oh, you're not as strong as the weakest male on the team. Right. Right. Because they change the tests for you. Right. 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 You know, like it's, it's crazy to me. Right. Wow. And this isn't theory. This is actually happening. This is is the way things have played out in the next last 20, 30, last 20 or 30, 40, 50 years. The same thing happens with minimum wages. People don't realize that minimum wages hurt the people who need those wages. Right. Like same thing. Three of us own Burger King and we want to hire people who flip burgers. And there's, three positions or whatever we can only there's three positions um and then they hike the minimum wage and now we can only afford two positions right so we can only afford two people before we were hiring three three people at ten dollars an hour but now we can only hire two people at 14 or 15 dollars an hour so we have to get rid of one of them well we're going to get rid of the least competent one out of the three now the chances are that the most competent one is probably or the most competent ones are probably just at this job temporarily because they're going to go off to school somewhere or they have other jobs, right? Right. They're smarter or they're going to move up to a managerial position. So those people are likely going to move in that position will, will not be there for the person who needs it the most. And that's how higher wages hurt the people you're trying to help. And the sooner people realize that, pretty much all government intervention does the opposite we're on the right path towards like a proper outlook on society that's why i say it's philosophical because then people need to start understanding what freedom and individuality and all of those things really mean and i don't feel like people do at all no they don't they don't because they have a, a fake benign uh, they have a fake uh, what i call fake kindness they think that they're trying to be kind to people and, and they don't think any of it out. It's the person who picks the snail up off the sidewalk to save its life and sets it in the bushes where the snail bait is and actually kills it. People have no idea what good is. They, 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 it, it, it's, it's just complete selfishness. It's like when you say sorry to someone, you don't really mean sorry to them. You're the, you become the plantation owner and you're saying sorry to acknowledge. What did you say again? You're, apologize, you're apologizing, which keeps them trapped in their illusion. Caleb, were you going to say something? Yeah. So, I mean, at least in my, my wife's a firefighter and in, uh, at least in her department, they didn't change the Oh, test. triggered. He's triggered, Jay. He's triggered. He's triggered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm just making a singular point. I'm just making a singular point. In her department, they didn't, uh, she had the same test as everybody else. She went through the same exact fire academy. 
Um, she was the only one to make it through like first time, no problem. Um, but I understand where you're coming from. I, I think at least in the military, the same thing, they're starting to change the test just to make it more applicable to get people in and let them stay in kind of thing. <clears throat> Obese people or women or women, uh, Caleb? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. Okay. And I bet your wife has all of the respect of everyone she works with because 100%. of that. Yep. Right. And that's yep. the important thing. Yeah, because she's definitely the dude she had to sleep with to get the job. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so that's all I had to say. There is a link that says, um, uh, uh, um, uh, it's number four from the top. How does this work? It's from Jay's uh, Instagram account. This thing was driving me fucking batshit crazy. Can you pull that up, Caleb? Uh, if if you're if you're not watching this on a big screen, this is going to be hard to um, see this next thing. But uh, you should go to Jay's Instagram account and you should look at this thing. This is one <laughs> of the most bizarre. This is one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen on Instagram. And and it's uh, okay. So go ahead. Did you, wait, wait before you start, uh, Caleb. Uh, do you know how this works, Jay? Yeah, it took me a long time. I, I watched this numerous times until I kind of could see it but yeah. i don't know if i can explain it without physically touching the pictures okay um but basically uh, well you might as well play it once so people can see okay go ahead yeah play it Here we in go. this cartoon are 13 people count them one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen people i'm gonna make one of these people disappear all i do is move this piece to here and that piece to there i line them up again and one person's gone. Don't believe me? Let's count them. Look. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Disappeared. So where did they go? This puzzle is genuinely baffling. See if you can figure it out. Uh, but I, I, Heidi, just so you know, um, I that I, I know uh, that was a hard joke to like. Uh, oh my God, Sevy, don't disrespect Mrs. Beaver like that. I, I, I know it was hard, but her name is Mrs. Beaver. What are you going to do? Okay. Um, how does this work, Jay? Okay, so I watched, I think I spent probably like 20 or 30 minutes just staring at it and trying to like analyze it. I so, paused it 50 times last night. I, I would love to see the number of views you have on this. I must have watched this so, a thousand times last night. It was driving it's, me it's, nuts. It's actually quite awesome. And the point of the post, that the, the thing that I wrote is something that I really want people to grasp as well. But so... First, like, let's look at the, like, first thing is discovering which one disappeared and it's second row top, right? Second row from the, from the left, the top, the third person up there, it's missing right now. Um, yeah, it'd be right around there. So the key is really noticing how everyone looks right now and notice that everyone is a complete human being. Well, not human being, but you know what I mean? Complete yes. portrait. Eyes, nose, mouth, like, feet. Look at how tall they all are. Okay. So if you go back to the other one, I don't know how we. You have to actually play it all the way through. That's what's fucking batshit crazy. So look at okay. look at the guy on the left, the far left. So he's the top of his head is gone. Yes, yes. And then look at the guy on the far right, bottom. His like face is mushed. Oh, and even the second guy on the bottom from the left, and um, his face is mushed. Yep, and then everyone is shorter. Right. So it's hard for me to do without a pen and paper, like so that I could show you as I talk. 
But what's happening is basically when there's 13 of them, it's all the it's they're divided up to make incomplete humans. Okay. Do you know what I mean? You mean when there's oh you mean when like right oh, okay, now okay 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 right now yes, there yes. are incomplete pieces yes that are complete enough for our brains to identify them as complete. Okay. If you think of our computers as pattern rec- recognition tools, yes, we recognize this those as all complete. But if you look at them, especially like if you look at them closer, you can pull this up on the internet and look at like proper ones and blow them up. They're not as they're, they're all incomplete. Especially what is like this? The, ca- is this card called something like the blah 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 effect? Uh, I think I just I think I just on DuckDuckGo put in something like twelve to thirteen person psychology or something like that, and then uh, some person like like explained it better. So this is witchcraft, burn your phones now. <laughs> but uh, but th- but that's that's the key is seeing that some of the pieces just come together and then it, it just makes one complete. And the other piece that really throws it off is because that, that top two pieces is not divided in half, which makes it like equally, which makes it difficult for our brain to process. Right. Right. That's, that's, that's the other thing. So if you put the two pictures, so I snapshotted two pictures, like just using my phone and then I put them using a, like Instagram stories, I put them side by side so I could directly look at them and zoom in and stuff and manipulate it. And then my brain was able to figure it out. That, that was really fun though. I, I was mesmerized by it. I was, I was actually kind of pissed off. It was one of those things where I'm like, I can't until my brain recognizes what's going on. Caleb, can you pull that post back up? Jay said that well, I mean, he liked what he wrote there. Um, what was what was your point there? That that this that re, yeah, tell me what is your point here? So, so technically, they're showing us this backwards. Like net, normally, like when you actually do this, it's twelve to thirteen. But this guy's showing us thirteen to twelve. And what's really interesting is by showing us thirteen like that, he's not showing us reality. Because remember I said they're all incomplete figures? Right, right. But it appears like reality to us. Right. So much of what we see in society, or our lives, throughout our entire lives, is an illusion mm. that we accept as reality. And, and one because- we create for ourselves, right? To try to make the world seem like it fits, like this. We, we, it, that picture is not lying to us. We're lying to ourselves. I would say that we are lied to at a young age that to be told that that picture is reality and we accept it and it creates a controlling paradigm for the rest of our lives. Well, how about just naming you then? As soon as I name you Jay, I've, I've, I've thrown you into the illusion and now you're going to your whole life be kind of part, uh, participating to hold Jay together, even though he's changing every fucking continuously. Yeah, they're right? they're like. Is that where the illusion starts? You, you're born and they name you, and then that's it. You're, you're like, now. I, I don't want to get in like too political, too heavy, because like I don't want to create division in certain areas. But the example that I always like. It's the Muslims' of, fault. No, it's the Jews. But the example that I think of the most is religion. Yeah. Um, telling a kid that God exists 
And Jesus walked on water. He fed 60,000 people with a few dozen fish and a couple loaves of bread kind of thing. Um, like if we're talking about reality and reason, what you're doing at an early age is teaching a child that they are malleable, that reality and reason don't necessarily have to be absolute. Right? So if we create that chink in the armor, then all of a sudden, like where else might that happen in the rest of life? You have just trained the mind to accept unrealistic things. Like, right? like, San- like Santa Claus. Yeah, exactly. And that's something like I've, I'm still not sure how to treat that with my son. Uh, I've decided that if he ever asks me a question, like if he ever, how does a big fat guy fit down a chimney or how does he visit so many houses? Right. And I'd be like, you know what? That's a really good question because how many houses and I'm going to play with it. Right. Right. How many right. houses do you think? How many children in, in the world? Yeah. You know, and, and I'll do the math with, with them and be like, Hey, he can only deliver presents to 18 houses. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so so, this so that, that's how I plan to do it is I, I don't talk about Santa Claus. I don't do it. Like I don't put it on his gifts or anything, but, um, like he learns it at daycare and from other people and even from other family members. And I don't want to be like that, like Grinch kind of person, but uh, I've decided that any, I've just decided I will never lie to my son and I will always guide him to reasonably think about things and come upon his own conclusions. And, and I think that's what a parent should do. Uh, so, so that, that is an example though of a false paradigm that is put on us which we accept, which will change how we see the truth, because that picture is not the truth. There are not 13 people there. There are 13 incomplete people there, right? The truth is that it's 12 people. It's a picture of 12 people broken up to make it look like it's 13. Yeah. So if, if, if our goal is to seek truth, the first thing that we have to do is acknowledge the false or the lie that we're currently looking at um you, you said earlier that there's something that you mentioned objective morality can you give me an example of that so like everyone talks about like the thing is people think that without religion you can't have morality i've heard they, that it, it, it and that's i talk about these paradigms it's a false alternative it's a very false alternative to say you can believe in God and have morality or you cannot believe in God. And then ultimately it's just everyone does what they want and then it ends up with nihilism. Yeah. And if we want to think about it philosophically, you want to think about reality and reason, reason being logical, uh, logical, you know, seeking answers logically, like a math equation, looking at all of your steps, making sure there's no contradictions adding information as it comes in and integrating it with the equation. So meaning wrinkling out any contradictions, canceling out things that now become wrong. Mm-hmm. That is reasoning. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand this simple concept. That's why I had to say it like that. You have to think of it like a math equation. If you get new information, your conclusion might change. Right. So real, and it's all based off of reality. So people think that, Oh, well, we can only have morality if we believe in God. So thou shall not kill people. So I say, why shouldn't you kill people? I say, oh, because God said so. Who's God? Because even people in religion, like religious people, different religions are going to differ in their opinion of God. 
even people within the same religion are going to differ in their opinions of what God is. Right. Like, he's a guy with a beard. Oh, he's a woman. Oh, he's a, he's the creator without the creator. matter. And then it's like, right. Oh, well, what came before God? Or like, you know, or the, what's his name? Eric, the God eating penguin, which is a funny one for people to look up. But the point is that they can't even agree on what God is. So how can they all agree that whatever God says must be the most moral conclusion? Right. right? If there is a, and who is, who wrote the book and how many books in the Bible are missing, blah, 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 blah. There's so many philosophical debates and so many like logical lines to tread in order to get to accept this one conclusion. Philosophically, do not kill people, do not steal. All those things is a floating abstract because there's no foundation to really support it. Just based, this imaginary, based, just this imaginary character called God. Based on reality, right? I could say, okay, well, the werewolf says don't kill people too. So do you agree right. with werewolves? Right. And like, and this is where like with the so established belief that this. God is the creator, though. Sure, but who okay. who created the creator? Anyways, right. I don't want to get right. in. I don't want right. to get into that. But right. the point is that if you want to attack that morality, all you have to do is like wipe the feet out of God. And since there's no evidence in reality to say like God must absolutely exist, then we put that, that morality is all in question. Now I'm not saying I disagree with. So, most, so what, so what's a, what's an example of objective morality then? So like an objective morality could be simple. So don't kill people can be a universal truth. Like don't kill people. Don't rape people. Don't. So it's not necessarily people. that it's true. We just agree upon it. No, just let me finish. So they, they are universal because you cannot kill people. You cannot kill a person if they want to be killed. You cannot steal from a person if they want you to take it. You cannot rape a person who wants to have sex. Like no one's going to be like, Hey, rape me. Come rape me. I want it. That's not rape anymore. You can say, hey, come take this from me. Here, steal this, steal this. It's not stealing. It's me giving it away, right? So you can't you can't talk about any of those things in that way. It only happens if a person does not want it to happen, right? So we can we can look at it from that regard. And there's things like universally preferable behavior, which is, you know, that sort of thing that that can kind of guide people to think of things more objectively. And the the reason that a lot of people have a hard time getting into objective moralities because they can't, they can't differentiate between preferences and objective truths. So an objective truth is two plus two equals four. A preference is strawberry ice cream is the best. You and I can't argue about whether or not strawberry ice cream is the best. Or sorry, we can argue, but there's no definitive, like there's no absolute answer to that. It's not black and white. It's preferential. Right. Your values, my values, our tastes, all those different things come into play. But as far as objectively, two plus two equals four, well, you know, there, there's one answer. So that, that is the difference. And you can base morality off of this. Now, the line, and, and this is, sorry, I don't know how much time we have, but this is the we have, line. We have, we have 10 more minutes, but I, I'm, I'm still a little lost on how it's objective, the morality. Can, can you look, say it again? You, you just, you can't argue against it. But how is me not killing? Like it's, it's, it's universal that no person wants to get killed. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. It's universal okay. that no person okay. wants to have their stuff stolen. It's universal. Right. No, one no one wants, wants, to, be wants to be raped. Right. 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 Like that's right. like, you can't, you just can't argue against it. 
it's it's axiomatic in the concept of the term, right? You're right. And then you take it and you flip the script. So you take something that's truth for you and you flip the script. And then when you, by flip the script, I mean, you don't want to be killed. So therefore you shall not kill. And now we have objective morality. If, if it's something that universally makes sense, it has to be like, has to be universal, has to make sense for everyone across the board. Right. There's always there's going to be some jackass says, Oh, I have a fantasy of being raped. Shut the fuck up. Don't ruin it. But my point, my point is literally that by definition, it's not rape if they want to be raped. Right, right. Okay, good, good. Yeah, so that, that's what I mean. It, 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 you can't, an axiom is something that is an irreducible primary. It's something that cannot be reduced any further. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of, kind of like someone saying existence exists or consciousness. You are conscious. Can't be like, no, I'm not conscious. It's like, well, you had to consciously say that. You had to like, in order to understand what consciousness means, you have to be conscious. You right. know what I mean? Right. Or existence exists to even just think it. Well, you you must exist for existence to exist. So we can't argue these types of things because they are axiomatic. You can't in in order to even discuss it, you have to accept it. What what about this? Um, I I, I so. I like everything you say. I'm following you. I have no pushback there. I've in the last, you know, 10 years of my life. So, so the, you know, the first 40 years of my life, I'm like, man, these, these God people have it so wrong. They have it so wrong. And I would kind of like push back against it. Go ahead. I don't think so. I'll tell you one thing, America, Canada, but particularly America, like we're all hoping America, America is the, you know, the, the bastion of freedom in the world. And it's all, and it's pretty bad. It's not even that free and like, it's very far from, but it's, it's the most we got right now. And what is going to save America is Christianity. Okay. That's where I'm going. Now I'm like, holy fuck. We need these motherfuckers. I'm against guns and I'm against Christians. And I'm like, oh fuck. In the last 10 years, something has happened to me. where like, we need these people. We, we really fucking need these people and and we have to stop. Like, even if we don't agree with them, we need them. They're, they're like um, bees. I fucking don't like a bee, but when they're in the section of my yard, I'm like, all right, I won't go in that section. I need you. Yeah. So I want to say like a couple things about Christianity. One is out of all the big religions, Christianity is the best one in my opinion, uh, as far as like for America goes, because it is the most inclusive. It's the most welcoming, right? It doesn't, it doesn't, call people infidels or anything like that it's the most welcoming a stranger to the church can walk into the church and they will be welcomed with open arms in 99.9 percent of the churches across north america the other thing is that like i talk about truth and i talk about objective morality but you can have a rational conclusion a reasonable conclusion like a, a correct conclusion but the math equation was done incorrectly Ah. You can have a, like you can have a rational thought or a rational conclusion come about irrationally. So okay, okay. If, if there's a huge like math, like how many times yes. were we in school? I always like to talk about math equations where you you showed the teacher the correct answer, and you know it's the correct answer, but you can't show your work. Yep, yep. So you didn't do it the way that the teacher wanted it done, but you figured it out and you got the answer right. Right. 
A way to think of it might be like, I'm going to go to my neighbor's house that's um, only a 1,000 feet this way, but I take the 12,000-mile route and go the wrong way around the earth. Eventually, I get to the I get to his house, even though it took, takes me 12 years, and I could have just walked out my door over to his house. Yeah, and if ultimately it's like, don't kill people, don't steal from people, and don't rape people. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Because the way we have to think about this is I talk about the need for philosophy, but the majority of people don't have the cognitive capacity or the intellect, both energy wise and and some people both like just the capacity to actually participate in it like some people like the average iqs are going down mm. right mm. so so mo- not everyone is intelligent enough to really participate in these kind of open discussions so it is easier to just say <laughs> right god says don't kill people cool we're still living in the same society right Right. And right. tradition, traditional values are like what the country was founded on. And the more people cling to those, the less they can be shaken by all this like demoralization that's happening all over the world, all over Western societies. So because I don't think the majority of people have the energy, the desire, the willingness, because there's also like the the like, yeah, there's also that willingness, that ambition to just want to you know, take the adventure of thinking more. Most Man, you explained that. that so good. I've been like, I've been the last two months, I've been trying to think of exactly how I want to word that. You explained that so good about getting to the same conclusion in different, different routes. Like if, and, at, the, if at the end we have food production, like that's good. Yeah. And people will argue about this and then it causes division. And it's like, guys, there's a much bigger problem at hand right now. Yes. Like, Yes. If we want to sit here and argue about whether or not I believe in a creator, well, we're going to have a lot of conversations because, like, I don't believe. I think there's a lot of holes in evolution as well. So right. it's a very exciting conversation. I, I'm, I'm a person who's happy to say I don't know and let's explore everything. But right. I have to have all of my current positions and current opinions, conclusions based off of evidence, based off of reality and reasoning. Um, and we should be spending our like. We need to be spending our time on defending our freedoms right now, ultimately. So, uh, this guy wrote to me, and I want to read this comment um, along the line. He said, uh, One thing that really hit home with me a comment you've probably not given a second thought on. You said, I'm not a God man, I'm not a gun man, but the older I got, the more I realized how important those people are. When you're saying those words, it struck really hard. It hit a chord with me. I've been an atheist from day one, struggled with my own grasp on it all through my 20s, and now my 30s are coming to an end. I have two young kids. I found myself drawn to protecting those God people. That's in quotes. For the longest time, I almost resented them pity secret jealousy i think my abil- inability to believe in a god probably left me envious the structure and the discipline it gives those people is completely fucking lacking in people these days i'm obsessed with the likes of goggins haynes froning rogan Ant middleton jocko men with strong backs and strong mindsets discipline has become a staple in my life and i have everything to gain from taking a leaf out of men and women who i respect your comment was so good to hear. I'd been thinking on those lines recently and didn't know how to articulate it out loud. I didn't know how to articulate it either. Thank you for Jay, um, Jay Neasy 2100 for, for, for sharing it like that. That's something I'm going to keep bringing up with my guests and, and hear other people's takes on it. I mean, it's, uh, we have, bi- we have bigger fish to fry. Those of us who can get on the same page need to get on the same page. And that page is freedom. Yeah, and, and that's why I mentioned the, the problem with the labels 
in the boxes because normally if someone comes like so many people would agree with me on a hundred percent of the things I say, like when I give speeches or rallies or whatever, and they talk about God, this and God, that. And I know that if I say, you know, if I, I, I don't believe in God saving us or anything like that, I don't think like that. Then I know that I'm going to lose that person as a, as a person who supports what I want to do as a, in the movement. Right. You don't want to alienate them. Or, or, or be alienated by them. Yeah. Right. Like, right. So, so it's like, it's weird because like, no, 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 we're still on the same page. This isn't, this right. is a box that you want to put me in. Right. That isn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean I think everything you think, I think everything you think, I think, you know what I mean? Like I just said, like, I'm going to acknowledge that there are so many holes in evolution in the theory of evolution. There's so many friggin' holes in it that it's hard to support that, but it doesn't mean I support, you know, a, a God entity that exists, you know, doesn't have matter, like a massless entity kind of thing. Right. So, they're, they're, but I'm happy to have conversations about it and I can entertain ideas without accepting them. So, and I'm perfectly comfortable saying, I don't know. And that's how we have conversations. And the second we label people one way or another in our mind, which is something we instinctively do for survival, uh, like tribalism is a thing that is necessary, was necessary for our survival. The second we, we do those things, we actually lose out on important conversations. Uh, Greg Glassman once said to me, uh, the only debate you should bring a gun to is the freedom of speech debate. And if you lose it, uh, shoot the guy. <laughs> and I was like, wow, like I get it. Yeah. And, and I tie that to the fact that, yeah, like we should be able to talk. There should be room for all of us to have our thoughts, to discuss these things. And in and, and, and talking with people like you, it's fully obvious that you're capable to say you don't know, because those are the only people who can go everywhere in their brain. The people who can say they don't know. Jay, thank you. Yeah, great to be on, man. Yeah, I, I really, really appreciate it. That was a fuck that 90 minutes just blew by. You're, you're, you're a great contributor to, uh, to thought. And, um, I think, uh, it'd be great to have you back on after the CrossFit games are over. Uh, there was something you brought up that I really think we need to drive home. And it is, why is it so important that the, um, United States, well, how did the United States get at this at the forefront of this? And why is it so important that it succeeds? So we'll pick up there only maybe if I can have you back on in a month or two. Absolutely. Love to let me read something quickly. I actually please, wanted to read please. it at the beginning. Yep. Please try please. to get people in the mood. Please. It's, this is on. This is just off my website. No one is coming to save you. Fuck apathy. Fuck willful ignorance. Fuck cowardice. Fuck conformity. Fuck blind obedience to authority. You are an individual. Act like it. Act like an individual. Trust your own mind. Deviate from the herd. Strengthen your intellect. Seek the truth. Stand for truth. In the presence of lies, if silence is compliance, be loud. Be defiant. Be brave. Be the outlier. Be your own hero. Evolve. You are an individual. Act like it. Dang. Uh... 
Layla Steele, just a quick thank you, Stefan, for having Jay on to share his views and concerns up here in China. This is the only way we can help and inform more people. We have to keep bringing awareness. I know. Thank you. I know sometimes I feel bad because I know some of you guys just want to vomit it every time I bring this shit up. But it is really the only reason why I do the show is to pursue the truth. Um, and uh, thank you, Layla, for your support. And um, I'll be using that $10 to buy a tank, uh, one gallon of gas, not a tank of gas, one one fifteenth of a gallon of the tank of gas. Jay, thanks for coming on brother. And uh, you guys. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Woo. How about in the beginning when he had to slap me around a little bit for interrupting him? Uh, Bruce Wayne. Love you too, brother. Uh, I will see you guys soon. I'm gonna take my kids to tennis. I'm gonna plop in front of the TV. I'm gonna watch uh, Patty Pimblett versus Jordan Levitt. Let's all root for Jordan. Uh, whether he wins or loses, let's send Jordan uh, a lot of love over on his Instagram. Um, Mr. Beaver, thank you for joining us. Thanks for straightening us out about how, uh, that women um, in the uh, fire service have to perform at the same level as men, at least where your wife went. And uh, we will talk to you guys very, 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 very... Oh! Maybe we'll do Hiller Fit tomorrow morning. Hiller Fit review. I got it. I'll call Andrew now. Okay, guys. Ciao.